President Macron and I have had a chance to spend some time together. We went to private dinner last night with our wives, and we're just came to tell you that we're leaving. Um, <laughs> okay, who's the next question? Got my list here. Is my turn to call on someone? Right? Okay, how about NPR, Tom Marquis? Thank you, folks. It is December 2nd, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has his socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. That would be me. The man, not sure I'm a myth anymore, Stu. I think everybody knows I'm the real deal. I'm definitely a legend. I don't know how many y'all know about American history, but there was a 19-year-old uh, French nobleman who was very idealistic, came from a wealthy family in France, and he was imbued with the idea of liberty, and he wanted to help fight for the American cause. Um, he was a rapper named and a hipster, cut a lot of albums. His name was Marcus Lafayette. Everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting friends. Joe Biden today, President Macron was with him and he was reading his script from the teleprompter, and uh, I'm sure he doesn't know who the Marquis de Lafayette is, but he's reading the teleprompter, and he said something, and I'm paraphrasing, yeah, we have a great relationship with France because of Marcus Lafayette. From the spirit of Marcus de Lafayette. I mean, God, the guy might be the stupidest man in the history of the world. And, of course, he never catches his mistakes. All right, Stu. In other news, in Florida today, the great free state of Florida, Glenn Youngkin, I wish you would have the balls that DeSantis has, but um, with Florida withdrew $2 billion from BlackRock today because of their ESG programs. If you don't know what ESG is, it's for it's environmentalism, social and governance. And um, if you're going to invest in something, you ought to see how that product affects the environment and whether or not it's socially acceptable. Of course, this is all by the left's rules. Folks, if you're investing in something, the only rule is, does that company make money? The people who run that company owe a fiduciary duty to you to make money. That's it. Now, through dividends and um, and other ways of achieving personal wealth, they can give away whatever the fuck they want. But they have no right to give away your, your money to one of their pet leftist causes. It's another way the sneaky clandestine left uses your money to advance goals that you hate. 
So way to go, Florida. We live in a dual uh, world where there is no criminal justice for people who aren't woke. There is this University of Santa Cruz PhD student. I don't know what she's PhDing in, probably some nonsensical underwater lesbian basket weaving uh, uh, PhD curriculum that you're paying for because of the student loans. Anyway, her name is e Ely Ehrlich, and um, she is um, she's transsexual, and she is selling hormonal uh, drugs for transgender transformation um, um, over the internet. She's selling them on Facebook and her her Instagram page. She openly traffics in testosterone, estradrol, and spironolactone. All, all these are drugs that are used on children such that they can um, transition to the opposite gender. It's against the law on many, many fronts um, in the sense that she can't market any drugs, much less hormonal drugs that harm children. But she's doing it openly and she is flouting the rules and saying, bragging that she's getting away with this and breaking the law. Now, does the Justice Department, the FBI, the DEA do anything about it? The lady who runs Lib of, Libs of TikTok has exposed her. She's gotten in touch with both the DEA and the FBI. Cr cr crickets. Crickets. Nothing's happening. Out, out in the open. But if a grandmother walks on the mall on January 6th, they throw her ass in jail for two years. It's a dual justice system we have, and it's corrupt. And y'all ought to be pissed off about things like this. I've been talking about this Brazil thing. Massive cheating on the part of the left. Massive corruption on the part of the Brazilian Supreme Court. Things are starting to heat up, folks. Um, uh, the election supposed to be certified by December the 12th. Uh, the military is on the side of, of, of Bolazero. And a spokesman for Bolazero said he's not going to let the uh, incredible crowds of supporters protesting down. Well, you're right. It is a complicated situation. We are in day 29 of mass protests in Brazil, a democratic country with free elections. And we're talking not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, but millions. And what looks to be, when all said and done, will be tens of millions. This is the largest democratic protest in possibly human history. And the global media is crickets on this. It is totally being memory hold in real time. Uh, but the people are very clear. They do not want to be uh, led by a convicted criminal. And recall, Lula da Silva was convicted in three separate courts of 12 charges by 19 judges unanimously, not Bolsonaro appointees. This was years before Bolsonaro. And his judicial appointees in the Supreme Court had freed him in the last two years just so he could run in this race. And they annulled and vacated his multiple sentences, 12-year sentence, 580 days he served. They let him out to run. And Brazil has a law in the books that says no convicted felon can be an elected 
elected office. And they vacated that. They absolutely put him on the chessboard so that they could attempt to control the outcome. And now the people in mass are crying foul, even in the districts where he supposedly has a stronghold, uh, say the Amazon with indigenous peoples. They're marching on Brasilia. Every city in the country is filled with protesters. And now the question is, what is to be done when you have a judiciary that is not comprised of judges in the classical sense, impartial, nonpartisan judges, but political appointees and partisans who are working to skew an electoral outcome. Uh, And so the military has a special role in the Brazilian Constitution, Article 142, that says they are the ones to adjudicate separation of power disputes. And it looks like this will be coming to a head. These are likely the biggest protests in the history of the world. Um, What I think you might see is the Supreme Court arrested first. But something's going to go down. You heard it here, folks. And I hate to keep bringing this up, but I'm always right about this stuff. I have a deductive reasoning mind. And you can just tell through empirical evidence and history of the way things have worked before what is likely going to happen in the, in the future. It's kind of like, like I'm a prophet or something. KJP, Karine Jean-Pierre, um, lied uh, today and said that Biden has been to the border. Biden has not been to the border. Kevin McCarthy says that he invited President Biden down to the border. How does the president RSVP? (laughs) (laughs) We know know the president's never been down to the border. The possible next speaker says that he wants him to go with him. So is he going to? So look, uh, he's been there. He's been to the border. Do you have plans to visit the southern border? Uh, I've been there before, and I haven't. I mean, I know it well. I guess I should go down, but the but, but the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. I've been spending time going around looking at the nine hundred billion dollars worth of damage done by uh, by hurricanes and floods and and weather and tra- and traveling around the world. Does anybody in the mainstream media? Um, call her on that, say, oh, my God, she lied. No, but they lie with impunity because nobody ever, nobody in the press ever calls them on anything. They enable the lying. All right, now this is the weirdest damn thing I have seen. It's another example of this group thing. So the New York Times holds this confab, or as my old boss, Joe Statinius, used to say about these things, he called him a rat fuck. So, <laughs> so the New York Times held a rat fuck, and then they call it deal book. And then they invite all these posh celebrity people. Notice the word celebrity people in business and industry. And they have a confab, and they talk about a lot of hot air. Now, of the, of the speakers there, there were only two who one could say were normal um mainstream mike pence and uh netanyahu um but they had representatives and you know from amazon blackrock janet yellen netflix meta and tiktok you know all of these entities that pushed their wokeness down your throat well guess who else was there sam bankman freed and uh, here he is this is a guy who's stolen um, they say there are probably a million accounts out there. 
He's stolen money from over a million people. He's bankrupt his company. It's obvious fraud. He's used money that belonged to these account holders to buy himself and his family a bunch of riches. And he's sitting there lauded by this crowd because he's such a genius. He's a 30-year-old piece of shit, entitled piece of shit, and he ought to be a felon. And why he hasn't been arrested, I don't know. But the pretty people in the audience were, were all clapping politely at the things he said, like he's some sort of uh, a Delphic oracle or something. You people think for your fucking self. What the hell is wrong with you? The guy's a fucking crook. <laughs> That's what I have to say, Stu. Uh, Klaus Schwab is in D.C., Stu. He was spotted there. I think I might have a business meeting in D.C. tomorrow or maybe Saturday morning. I think I'm going to try to track him down, Stu, and ask him some questions. Now, if you have a list of things you want me to ask him, because you know where he stays. He's got to be staying the Four Seasons, I would think. <laughs> okay, speaking of nut jobs, and I said this a podcast two days ago, Kanye West is a nut job, okay? Um, today, uh, he said that he likes Hitler. Well, that's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us. And you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you gonna do anything to fix Chicago? They wanna separate and confuse the Christians and make us afraid to stand next to each other. A Christian can stand next to anyone. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what we Jesus can, did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. And But if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're gonna do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, freeze my accounts, smearing me on the media, you know, all of these things, you know, you put on the whole armor of God and they will not be able to break your spirit. I've done a lot of study. I think Hitler was a really bad guy and I repudiate what Hitler did. I understand that the British intelligence set him up and used I, him. I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I, the, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. So tell us, we you love, think we you think everyone. Hitler was the good guy in World War II? I think God says man should not kill. We should not have wars, period. Now, Stu, you've heard me talk about free speech before. And I think it's fair to say that uh, Adolf Hitler was a good artist. He was a better artist than I am. Is that a compliment? to him to acknowledge something that's truthful? I don't think so. He was an unbelievable orator. You could also say 
uh, a demagogue. I think you can say things like that. Uh, but with Kanye West wasn't going there. He was open <laughs> admiring the guy. And he's on this anti-Jewish kick right now. And still, I always thought he was he was crazy. He's not very much of a learned guy, but he's going off the deep end. Um, anyway, um, he's probably ruined his career. I mean, it's one thing to, to um, you know, say something about how the Zionists control the media. Nobody's more pro-Israel than I am, but there are a lot of Jewish people in the media and in the entertainment industry. But when you openly say you like Hitler, you fucking are a crazed nutbag. Um, and um, so there you have it, Stu. I just, um, I don't know how he's going to have a career after this, but, um, you know, I called it, Stu. I said he wasn't right. And I think I proved myself. That's what I got, Stu. Yeah, you almost have to wonder if this is all just some weird ploy to just take out as many people on the right as possible. You know, he I goes thought on, about that. You know, he goes on Tim Pool, he goes on Alex Jones, he goes on Tucker, and, you know, it's just progressively getting crazier. So is he in the middle of a bipolar episode? You know, we have to consider that. And, yeah, what he was saying was not the nuance of what you were saying, like, you know, Time Magazine, I think Hitler was man of the year in 1939 for Time Magazine. I think it would probably be earlier than 1939, but Let's maybe see. 33 or 34. But yeah. 1938. Uh, yeah. So, but, but you know, that wasn't what he was saying. <laughs> he was saying a lot of crazy stuff. And um, well, what, what it is, he's pissed off at being slammed down by everybody. Uh, and he's pissed off at the Jewish community because in his mind, they've won. So he's lashing out, but good God. I mean, I mean, it's shocking. Um, but I just don't think he's that smart. Now I, it did cross my mind that maybe yeah, 10% chance that somehow he's setting everybody up because he met with Donald Trump a week ago at Mar-a-Lago. Now he's out there saying that he is a fan of Hitler. Um, is this done purposefully? Um, maybe, but I just think he's an unhinged nut. I think you're right. He might be bipolar or something like that. But anyway, and, yeah. and not very smart. He's smart and in some ways, but... Um, you, know, you just want someone like that to have good people in his corner. And it certainly looks like he does not have good people in his corner. You know? Yeah, yeah no question. Mm. So I got a quick story out of China. So kind of just like when Castro died, um, one of China's big wigs, Zhang Zemin, who was the guy responsible for the uh, Tiananmen Square massacre and the crackdowns, you know, Western media is doing their best to kind of to whitewash his legacy. And I believe someone even framed it as the Tiananmen Square tank man photo showed the benevolence of the Chinese military, not to run him over. I mean, 
Well, they eventually did run him over, right? I think he, I think he scurried off and was okay. never officially well, they, found. They tracked his ass down. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, no one knows who it was. Uh, and then just a quick update. So Sam Britton is now technically on leave. So the Biden administration did put him on leave for stealing uh, the woman's luggage. And he will have his first court date December 19th. And I wonder what his attire will be that day, Stu. I'm sure we will find out between now and then. I'm thinking that he will be as outlandishly, gender-fluidly dressed and so flamboyantly gay in an effort to win the heart, so to speak, of the judge, thinking that the judge is going to be easy on him the more of a freak he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain something goofy like that will happen. But he was coming back from some sort of kink festival, and that was what was going on. So I do have the question of, you know, was federal tax dollar money being spent to fly him out to this kink festival? You know, was he flown out to this kink festival so the Department of Energy could tout that they had participated in some sort of uh, LGBTQ plus friendly event? Well, how it was some possible- spanking cinema. It was some spanking cinema seminar. Jesus Christ. How possible is that, Stu? Hmm. The United States military pays for drag queen events on military basis uh, to appeal to the children of service members. So I think you're probably right, Stu. Six Sick motherfuckers, let me tell you that. Are y'all pissed off at this? Do you want to live in a world like this? But that's all I had for you today. All right, Stu, go get them. You're going to the Festival of Lights tonight? You're going to a Christmas thing tonight, Stu? Yes, I am, so that should be fun. Are you going to wear an elf hat? No, definitely not, but I am going to be buttoned Are you going to wear your red and black Scottish plaid Christmas sports jacket? No, but I'll probably put on some sort of Christmas-esque sweater. Well, take some pictures, Stu. Your fans will want to see them. Okay, sounds good. I mean, you have this adoring fan base of nubile women, and I think you would even be more endearing to them, them knowing how much you love Christmas. Sounds good. I'll catch you later. All right, bye. Bye. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man. Orange man. Orange man bad. Diversity is our strength. Gender is a social insight. White people must be abolished. Real communism hasn't been tied yet. He will not abide us. This team is dehumanizing. Why?